This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This very interview took place live inside the Influencer Vault. If you want to learn more about becoming a member so that you can see the video of this interview and a lot more and be a part of weekly interviews that take place and have opportunities at your fingertips to speak, write, and be interviewed, go visit theinfluencervault.com today and sign up to get your free gift and then you'll uh, be directed to the website to learn more about the Influencer Vault. Hello, hello, everybody. Excited to be back. It's Corey Poirier here, and I'm excited. I'm going to dive right in, and uh, we'll let you join us as we start the conversation. But I'm super stoked to be here with Jeff Walker today. In fact, I grabbed my book, my copy of the book. I have multiple copies of this, but I grabbed the copy that you can tell I actually used. I don't know if you can see the yeah my okay. notes everywhere. And uh, so dog ears, the whole works. Oh, even a paper fell out, I think, from what we did with our launch. And uh, so, you know, Jeff, you can tell, I know your stuff, I'm a big fan. And I love the fact, and this is where I kind of want to dive in, uh, as far as your backstory, I love the fact that you've been doing launches since almost before dial-up internet, I think it's, I can say. I think, am I remember correctly that you started around 96? It was 96. And um, there was dial-up back then. But uh, yeah, I mean, so it's interesting because as we're speaking now, we're, I just realized this. I have to do something special because in just a few days will be my 25th anniversary of uh, the, because I, I measure it from like, I started off publishing an email newsletter and that was, I'm going to have to go look. I think it was August 29th, 1996. So it's just, we're just a week or two out from 25 years and I don't have anything planned, but I'm going to have to come up with something. Wow. So the reason I want to go there is I always like to, jump in to learn a bit about the person's background without saying to them, you know, without me reading a full bio from, you know, on a sheet and then also without them having to go too far back. But I remember reading uh, your story before I read the book. And then I think you share it in the book about, you know, you doing your first launch in the bathrobe at the kitchen table. And, and like I said, starting in 96, before I even knew what a launch was long before. And so I, I wanted to start there because I want to point some context on how long you've been in the launch game. And so my first question, my first real question out of that is, what were those early days like for those that maybe haven't read your book yet? Well, the early days were, uh, first of all, things were hard back then. Um, 
well, they're they're hard in my personal life because I was a stay at home dad. We were we had I had two young children at that time. Uh, I, I wasn't a stay at home dad because I like sold my dot com and I had 30 million dollars or something. Um, it was because I was a failure in the corporate world, basically. I, that, that's the easiest way to put it. So when my wife got out of school and got a, a good job, then I quit and I was home with my son who was a year old and then eventually my son and my daughter. And this went on for years. And then in, in the mid nineties, we were just desperate to make some more money. So uh, I just was like, I came up with this idea of starting to publish online. In those days, like I couldn't afford a domain name because well, times were really tight for us, but a domain name was $70. It was $35 a year. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, now you can get a domain for a few bucks and publishing a website was really hard and there was no social media. So you couldn't publish unless, you know, the only things you could do was send email and put up web pages. But even putting up web pages was really hard because you had to basically, you'd be almost like a programmer. And so it was an online payments that, you know, that was like rocket science. The first launch I did was I sent out an email that said, okay, I've got this thing now that's available. And if you want it, print. there's a form at the bottom of this email, print out this email, write a check and mail me the check. And that was the, st that was the state of things. It just, it was, it was hard to do everything. It was hard to get a merchant account where you could get, where you could get payments. It was hard to set it up. Everything was hard. One of the things that wasn't hard though was people tended to open their email because there weren't there wasn't very much email going around. So and it was I think it was easier to get subscribers. You know, it, it, anyone who dives into my work knows um, or, or will quickly find out that I'm a big fan of email lists, of building email lists. Um, I think social media is is an amazing gift to anyone building a business online right now. It's a great way to find your audience. It's a great way to publish. It's a great way to, to practice your publishing and find your voice. And it's a great way to drive people over to your email list. But at the end of the day, it's the email list that really that really drives the sales. And so, um, you know, doing a launch back in those days was I did it. It was 100% via email. You know, these days we use video. We use live broadcasts. We use every tool at, at our disposal, and there are a lot of tools at our disposal. Um, but back then, it was it was just one hundred percent email. So I don't want to jump too far ahead, but since you mentioned email and what it was like back then, and this is like I say, jumping really far down the rabbit hole. But what are your thoughts now? Like, I mean, I do hear people say they notice a big difference in their open rates. I've noticed the difference in my open rates, and obviously, I understand you know, the better job you do with the emails and being compelling and bringing people in, the better chance more people are still going to open it. But do you feel email, and I, I'm even scared to ask you this question, but do you think email is a dying entity or is it still as strong as it's ever been? Yeah, the, I think, um, I think that I've first started hearing about, hearing about the death of email about 15 years ago, and it's still the thing that drives the sales. Um, and, and, you know, open rates are open rates are, are a tough thing to measure because we can't control how they're measured, mm -hmm. you know. And, and so you can really the only thing you can do is control, look, compare your open rate to your open rate in the very 
very not not distant future. I mean, past. You can only look back a few weeks because how the email clients are interacting with those emails. Now we have, you know, Apple's going to be changing things the way they allow you to track email, things like opens. And so it's always been a changing there, there, there's, you've never been able to get one number for what, what, what an open rate is. And there's right. different tools that measure, but it just, and it varies over time. And, and if people are looking at their emails in the preview pane, which I, I always look at my view emails personally in the preview pane. And, and most of the times those don't count. So, you know, the, the way I measure email effectiveness is, is in clicks and in mostly in sales. And if you still look right now versus like you can go put up a post in whatever platform, you know, social platform that is your favorite, that you have the biggest following and or click the, the send button. And in general, for 98 percent of the people, email will just blow away the response on social. And so, I mean, I like to say the, that the only people that think email is dead are the people that, that don't have an email list because the, the acceleration, when you press the send button, the acceleration, meaning like the, the, the traffic to wherever your offer is and the sales, when you push that button, there's just nothing like it if you have an engaged list. Love it. And and I want to ask you that first, I guess, as well, because it's the thing we hear. So we might as well tackle the big elephant in the room first. But I guess the other side, too, when it comes to launches, and I mean, there's so many directions I could go here. But when it comes to launches, one of the things that I feel like you created, and you can confirm this or not, I think I even read somewhere that you created it, is the sideways sales letter. So taking the the sales letter we all remember from back in the day with like a thousand pages, and I'm going a little bit overboard here, but a lot of pages. It felt like it that way. And there's some that were probably close to that, I feel like. But taking that and turning it into a a video series, you know, where it's the three videos that I I don't even want to guess, Jeff. I mean, how many people have seen your launch through other people? I mean, I don't, it's, it's billions, I'm sure. And so, uh, is it correct that you sort of created that and and came up with the idea that there's got to be a better way? And if so, um, is it still, do you find it still producing? And I think I know the answer to this, but still producing yeah. similar results. Yeah, so, so remember to check out the Influencer Vault to hear the full interview with Jeff Walker and see how he answered this question. But my question beyond that is product launch formula. I mean, I've, I've purchased product launch formula in the past. It's been game changing. My question is, is it coming out again soon? I know you typically only do it once or twice a year. So what other ways can people reach out to you? I'm just trying to make sure. I yeah. So, so yeah, if, at productlunchformula.com, you'll, there's basically a wait list page there. Uh, we're going to, uh, our next launch is going to be in early November. So it is, it's, it's a ways off, but it, but it'll, it'll come around. Or if you go to jeffwalker.com, I've got a blog there. I publish every week. Um, I'm generally putting out videos at least weekly there. Um, so that'd be the best place. So jeffwalker.com or productlaunchformula.com. And if you go to depending, like the launchbook.com and let's see, there we go. Um, that one right now we do have a bunch of bonuses. If you, so definitely Corey go there and, um, and after you get your, your copy and, and put it in, we'll get you some extra bonuses. 
I, I will indeed. And just to sum what you just said about going and signing up for your newsletter on your blog and that, I believe if you want to learn from the masters, go look at what they're doing and emulate it. And I interviewed Tom Ziegler a number of years ago, and I'll never forget. I said, Tom, you know, the, the Ziegler page had at the time 250,000 followers. This is early on with over 100% engagement. And that was unheard of on Facebook. I mean, you'd never get it now. And they're at 4.5 or 5 million now. I think probably have 10% engagement. But at the time, I'm like, Tom, how did you do it? And, he, and how would you advise people? And he said, just go and steal what we're doing. <laughs> I thought it's so true. Why not just go? And, and he said, it won't work in the same numbers because obviously his father built up such a loyalty over the years, but it's still going to work. So same idea, Jeff. You're the master. I think go and sign up for the blog if you're listening to this right now because why not emulate what Jeff Walker's doing? So Jeff, this has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you, salute you, and I just thank you for spending some time with us today. I know how busy your time is. Thank you, Corey. This is great. Really enjoyed it. Again, this interview was from theinfluencervault.com. Come and join us as a member inside the Influencer Vault to see how we can help you up-level your game, become an expert sooner, and become an influencer today rather than tomorrow. Again, theinfluencervault.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.